Man, welcome back. Welcome back. We got another conversions, man. Ayachi Media Island. Man, conversions, man. Interview with Sean Way, man. Bars over beef is going down. Got Rip. Got Tarika. You know it's our host of the room. And we got Sean, brother. What's going on, man? How you doing, bro? I'm doing pretty good. Thank y'all for asking. Thank y'all for having me. How y'all doing? Man, I'm good. Rip, what's up with you? Tariq, what's going on, y'all? I'm doing good. I'm over here. Um, so busy with the family, but I'm doing very good. I'm just good to see everybody. Take it over, Rip. Uh, I just wanted to uh, chime in, man. I'm doing great, man. Uh, just looking forward to hearing from Big Sean, man. You know what I'm saying? We got some, some amazing things going on. So, yeah, I just wanted to tap in and say I'm doing excellent. Um, see some people down in the uh, audience. Jahan, Black Paris, Mr. Virginia, Auntie Virginia. Everybody doing, I'm good. They call me Big Bang. I got ISIS everywhere. I feel like a polo ball. Baby, baby, stop us there. Well, as usual, you know, we get into the questions, man. We get into your background and this conversions. People that went through bars over beef with us. It's like an experience, man, a conversion. How you feeling your new, you know, your new mind frame, your new change of heart. And then also get into your background or things about you. So we're going to move on with it. What I'll say is, as usual, Tarika goes first. Uh, so now, nah, okay, we'll do something different today. Matter of fact, Rip, if you can, because you, you play music, bro. So, I know if you got, I know Sean's not a, a rapper, but he got production out here, right? He can produce a lot of music. If you got any of his music and if he's artists that you want to play for us, bro, if you got something on deck that we can come in and we can jump right into conversions, brother. You got something for us like that, Rip? Yeah, man. You already know uh, we got Black Paris in the building, the lovely Black Paris in the building. Shout out to her. Um, you know what I'm saying? She's going to be one of the one of the artists, August 28th, Atlanta live show. Uh, with some of Sean's production. So we, we look forward to go ahead and uh, seeing some of the artists perform on August 28th. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and play one of the uh, one of the hit records that, that I actually stumbled up on when I'm just in my car listening to Apple Music. I didn't even specifically go to her song. It just so happened to just be in the playlist. So shout out to Black Paris, because when your songs is in rotation on Apple Music, that means you're grinding to me. So let me go ahead and play The weekend. Sean, hey, <laughs> Shout out to Sean for providing the production for uh, Miss Black Paris. Like to hear it? Here it go. It's the weekend, y'all. It ain't quite the weekend, but we, we almost there. We'll be there in a minute.
see you, Tarika. I see you, Tarika. I see ya. Hey, man. Sean, man, that, that's that's some hard production, man. If You know what? I'm going to save my questions, man. I'm going to save my questions, man. I, I'm going to save them for when it's time to present them. But I will say, man, that production is hard, man. And, and if I know equipment, I know equipment, man, when I hear good equipment, man. And I know you're using some top-of-the-line equipment. So I just can't wait to get into some of that, man. No, thank you. I really appreciate that. I appreciate it very much, for real, seriously. Well, I would definitely say, man, again, that was Black Paris produced by Shine. Uh, she was definitely in the bars of a beef competition. We also did a conversion with her. Check that out on all the podcasts across the nation. Shine, man, so we're going to start with the past, present, and future, brother, and we're going to go in that order. And so I'm going to start with you, man, who you are, where you're from, you know, your age, you know what I'm saying, where, you know, kind of like your your beginnings, you know what I mean? Just kind of get into it, man. You can kind of start it off, you know, where you're from, how old you are, brother, your name, and you know, kind of what's your profession. We can kind of go from there, bro. Okay, no, thank you. I greatly appreciate it. Um, What up, everybody? My name is Sean Way. Um, from the South Bronx of New York City. Um, spent some time, um, spent a little time in the South. And after that, um, I spent some time basically traveling the world, um, bringing my dreams to life and my visions to life. And just along the way, just meeting amazing people and and. I guess inspiring and letting them know that, you know, anything that you want to do is very possible. It's very easy to do. Um, and you should do it. And um, throughout every place I've been, I probably picked up an artist and started working with them and they started working with me. We have a bond, we have a, a understanding and it's just about, you know, just bringing out the best in people. Um, I think that's one of my, one of my skill sets that people say, they say, Oh, you know, you know how to really dig deep and bring out the best out of somebody. And everything like that so you know music music has always been a part of me since i was young being out there you know hip-hop in the streets um back in like you know coming up in the, the 80s and the 90s and all of that but really the 90s is my golden era um so just you know just trying to be the best the best person that i could be um has always been my thing um but I, I promise you, like, it's just, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. And sometimes I get speechless thinking about it or talking about it. But along the way, I've met a lot of artists such as Black Paris, as we know. And I've been working with her as recently. Um, a lot of artists such as Brick. And then I built up a whole roster called the NMS Empire. And it has maybe about 20-something artists on there. So um, artists, producers, and some DJs as well. Okay. Okay. That sounds fire, bro. Like a lot going on. Let's kind of break some of that down. So... Where where did you get this this motivation? Where did you get inspired? Is it is it from family? Is it from the industry? Is it a combination of both? Where are you getting this passion to be a producer? Because I haven't heard you rapping or singing anything like that. And I would like to know if you do. But where is this inspiration coming from? This motivation to be involved in this side of the music the way you are? Okay, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I actually do. You know, I started off rapping as well, and then got more into the singing of um singing and songwriting. But I do I do have um hip hop projects on um, iTunes right now. Like my latest project is called Welcome to Augustus. Um, and then I also have um, the product, um, the product four, which is myself and an artist named Dane Danger, um, David Danger. And that's more like singing hip hop, but more of an island vibe. Um, a lot of them, a lot of the motivation and the rapping came from yeah, being in New York City, like, you know, it was either I was a, I was more of a, a spectator. Than, and then when I got, I got down south to North Carolina, I moved to Rayford, North Carolina, which is uh, considered 4-7. It's called 4-7 The Buck. And that's right outside of um, Fayetteville, North Carolina. And when I got down there, you know, at a young age, I started rapping, just battling cats left and right. But I guess the motivation always came from wanting more. When you come from New York City, it's like you always want more. It's always more to New York City. But a lot of us are scared to leave, scared to move, scared to travel. Um, so a lot of that came from just coming up in New York, like, yo, I really want more. There's more that I could do or I could be this. Um, in high school, I used to beat on the table for Remy Ma before she became Remy Ma. I used to um, also work with Mickey Fax. That's my brother to this day. I can call him right now. He pick up the phone. Um, and we came across a lot of artists like, you know, I grew up in the Mecca there where um, Peter Guns and Lord Tariq is right down the street. Big Pun is right in the next projects over there. Fat Joe is... 10 minutes away. Drag On is across the highway. Um, Jennifer Lopez is from, you know, two two blocks up on Castle Hill. So I was always around the music coming up and I just always wanted to add to the culture and, and create more. 
And then once people understood that, you know, who I am and what I stand for um, and what I want to do, people see me do it. They're like, yo, I want to get down with, with what you got going on. I said, all right, look, if we can do this, we can make it happen. So the music has always been there. And then um, going down to North Carolina, I just really wanted to share what I had and what I could do. And, you know, after North Carolina, this is where I'm at now, you know, after traveling around the world and doing other tours and things like that, this is where I'm at now. Damn. Okay. Start with that one. I'm going to say blessings to you, brother. It sounds like you coming from the Mecca of hip hop, like the creation, like the foundation of that spread through the whole world. And everybody's now speaking the same tongue in which a lot of the people you name created these inspirational people. Uh, so now you're a grown man, of course. Have you transitioned more into the industry now? Where are you in the industry now with that experience, with that know-how and being from the Mecca? And I'm hearing what you're doing with Paris and would love to hear other people you've worked with. Like, what are you doing with it now? Where are you at now with it? Um, where I'm at with it right now, um, last, uh, well, a few years ago, I started working with some A&Rs out of, um let's go back a little bit further before that let's say 2009 i was working with um a crew that i grew up with called jdam and they were signed to missy um missy and timberland at the time by the name of soul diggers um i was working with them had one foot in we had a lot of things going on and then we had to change of course which wasn't bad um i kept pushing kept grinding and i always said i want to get one foot in the industry and one foot you know one foot out so i can help bring other people in and maybe help them live their life the way they want and, you know, make something happen. So I wound up going out to LA to work with one of my, my, um, my best friends, one of like a, a great a &R. his name is um, Blair. And, um, and he's like amazing. He's helped me out with a lot of deals, a lot of situations. And a few years ago I had the Sony deal, um, which was really, it was really good. And then it fell through. We started working with empire and the empire situation was kind of like, eh, it was high, it was cool, but I wanted something better, something that I could really, um help other artists you know and it wasn't that those things wasn't right but i wound up doing the deal with rock nation um a few months ago um i've been sitting on it for a while i haven't really you know went out there and expressed to everyone but be, doing this doing the situation with rock nation it actually allowed me to help probably push um push black paris through on some other levels as well also artists that i work with my brother like my brother brother dave danger has been amazing with me he's down at the bottom there um as a listener right now in the room but he's helped me in so many ways as as far as confidence like yo bro i believe in you or bro i've never made this much better music until i've met you and those things right there really help um because i you know you meet people and sometimes they don't want to tell you you meet people and they do want to tell you but david dave danger has been one of the best um supports as well as black paris and other artists that i've worked with so I pushed them in position and situations, but signing with Rock Nation was good because Jay Jay Z starting to do a situation where he's pushing other artists that are not on mainstream to give them um, marketing and get their music played um, on multiple platforms across the world. So this is where I am now, um, and that, that helped out with being in in LA working with um, Ray J, Chris Brown, um, um, Notch, which is one of the your favorite songwriters, songwriter. Um, and just a lot of artists out there. Like, there's it's so many people that I'm, it's hard to name, um, but it helped out. Waka Flocka was very inspirational as well, going on tour with him in Japan. Um, but it, it, there's so many names I can name going down the list. But this is what all of this work, all of this footwork and networking with A&Rs and executives, having one foot in and one foot out has always been my plan so I can help artists live the life that they want to live without, you know, selling their soul or, or you know, doing sexual things to get to the top because that's that really makes no sense. Man, uh, listen, bro, we just went from the bottom to the top. Uh, you got you gave some great names and great opportunities for a lot of people who are working with you and also for yourself. I think it's amazing that that, that Jay Z, what he's doing with the connection with the artists, giving them opportunity to, to, I wouldn't say like no three sixty setup, but to work with every part of the industry and have a part of it and invest with him or invest with you. I think it's just dope to have that connection. You know what I mean? Especially for a black Paris who has a great voice. It seems like you can do a lot for her um, and anybody else who is in the industry, man. I think that's dope, man. I'm going to send it to Rip, dog, because Rip, I know it's a lot to break down what you just heard, brother. Jump in there, man, because Sean is busy, it sounds like to me, brother. He's doing some wonderful things, man. 
What you got, bro? Man, he, he definitely is, man. And, um, you know, just to be able to listen to him in his in his form and, you know, see where he's come from. You know, I, I love listening to people's history because one thing about it and, 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 and you know, with Bars Over Beef, we get to watch different people's growth. We get to watch different people's conversion, you know, and that's why the name of this show is Conversions, because, you know, you start from something and then you convert, you get better and you convert into greatness. You know, you convert yourself into the version of yourself that you've always been looking for, you know what I'm saying, or, or, or that you just have recently found. And we're constantly finding ourselves. So, you know, I'm just enjoying what I've been hearing, Sean. Uh, I've been enjoying working with you since, you know, since the first season, season one. Um, and, and I definitely look forward to meeting you, man, uh, when you come to Atlanta, August 28th. Uh, so I want to ask you, um, you, you know, kind of just start off with some of the equipment that you that you use, um, you know, because we work with a lot of producers and as artists and, and different people do different things with different equipment. But I know for a fact that equipment doesn't really matter in these times. It's all about the producer. So it's about the man behind the equipment more so. But, you know, if you can tell us some of the some of the things that help you. Um, you know, some maybe name drop some of the pieces of equipment that you utilize as far as like when you, if you play the piano and things like that. I would just love to know if you even play the piano or, you know, things like that. If you play instruments, musical instruments. You know, it's the, the crazy part about it. I don't really play too much of the instruments. Like if I hear something or I, it, it's more of a it's more of a vibe or just more of a, a slight connection. It's not a um, it's not a composing. It's more of a. Um, it's more of a seeing and dreaming in colors and then putting them together to match what, um, what, what the aura or the vibe of the room is. So if I can give you the best example, um, I'll, I'll, I'll even go with, um, Black Paris, for instance, Black Paris will come in a room and I more, I have like a vibe where I can see someone's aura. So if she's in a bad mood and she has maybe like a, a reddish orange aura about it, it doesn't mean that she's. Um, a bad person. It just said that's how she's, that's how her vibe is. So I'll know, okay, cool. We can talk about what she's going through and use this towards the record. If he comes in with a, with a more, if I calm her down or she's, you know, she's expressing it and she has a different aura around her, like a, a white aura, then that means she's more subtle, more peaceful. So it's going to be more of a happy record. But I really like to see what people are going through and listen to what people are going through in the everyday life. Once I do that, I do have a, um, I have a drum pad, like a, um, a MPC, and I also have um, a few other ones called the Machine. The Machine is one of my best products, which I use inside of uh, FL Studios, and as well as in um, Pro Tools. And what happens is I have them, I have those keys and those instruments in certain colors. So I know if I want something to be kind of dark, but happy and still upbeat, then I'm probably gonna use that as the red keys, the red orange keys to match that person's aura. If the record is very happy, then most of the time those keys are gonna, or those instruments are gonna be highlighted in white or maybe light blue. And that's how I know how to set the mood for the record. Um, for the most part, sometimes Black Paris comes with certain records already. And as a producer, sometimes it's not about composing a record from start to finish. It's more about how you distribute the masterpiece how you push out the final product so even when someone be like oh you know do you make beats let me get some beats i'm like no nah, sometimes it's not like that sometimes i'm more of just of a producer of completing giving you a whole finished product you can come to me with seven concepts we're going to give you seven great records and we're going to give it to you mix and mastered with the best feeling in it and that's something that i do with you know with, with danger when we work in danger we got Danger's at the bottom down. He got like, we got like four or five albums together and they haven't been released. So I'm going to do the, the deal with him as well for Rock Nation so we could push out those records. And even my brother Jay Sid down at the bottom, you know, we, we worked on a few records and I have to go off of the mood. So being a producer, yes, you have to go off of the aura of the person or the aura that you want to set. And um, it really starts with knowing the vibe, the energy and the aura, the color. I, I see in a lot of colors and I dream in colors and that helps a lot. That's really deep, man. Um, colors, you know, colors um, run a lot of different things in, in this, you know, in business, you know, corporations target certain colors and, and things like that. So it's kind of like um, it tricks our brain to it, you know what I'm saying, to a certain extent where we're groomed to it, 
Um, but so going back to Bars Over Beef season one, if you were to wrap your mind around, you know, some of those artists that you because you were a judge and, um, you know, me as an artist, I would love to get my music critiqued by, you know, anybody, you know, family members, friends, you know what I'm saying? Whoever's willing to listen. So, I, you know, for me, if I was a part of Bars Over Beef season one, it would have been a great experience for me being, you know, a new artist or a polished artist, either either type, you know. But if you were to, if, if someone stood out in Bars Over Beef season one, any of the talent, whether it be a comedian, singer, or rapper, um, what what name would that be out of all those different artists that we had a part of the talent show? Um, who would you who would you want to work with? And we know you, you've worked with Black Paris, so she's already at the top. She's in the top five. Uh, but but who else? Who else is on the radar? I'm going to tell you right now, like, you know, I'm going I'm to I'm start it off by being biased, but being honest. Um, I know, you, like you said, we mentioned Black Black Paris always um, that, you know, that her. I have to say shout out to her because she was the bridge of um, introducing us and us establishing a great relationship that we have. Um, so Black Paris is going to be my one and probably in my two. But however, being fair, because we also have to be very fair and understanding that there's so much other talent out there. And I want to say this too. And I forgot one person's name, but I remember who he is, but I forgot his name. But KK, um, KKQB was very dope. Um, very amazing. I, I like what she brought to the table as far as her energy, as far as being, she sounded hungry. She didn't sound relaxed. She sounded like I really wanted, I really needed, like this is this is something that I want. So I liked her hunger. Um, and I forgot the other person's name. I think he was from Virginia. Um, could someone help me out with his name really quickly? I forgot his name. It was Homeboy Fred. Homeboy Homeboy Fred. What about oh, Uptown though? He was good too. He's from Virginia. I forget about him. I, I did. I, I like both of them. I like both of them together. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I do like both of them. I like so Uptown. His like, I forgot what it was. His like, his, the way his style was. It wasn't like anybody else I've heard. So it's like I broke down different things. His style was, I don't want to say unique, but it was very different from what I heard. He didn't, he, he didn't sound like anybody else. That's why I like so Uptown. When it came to homeboy fred homeboy fred um confidence was there it was like the confidence was crazy and he was very consistent so i looked at the hunger and kkq kkqb um uptown had more of the like it was just different it wasn't the same and it sounds similar to nobody and then also um homeboy fred it was just a consistency like a grind hunger like ugh, like and i was like yo Yo, these, yo, these, these, these artists are dope, and there was a lot of others as well that I listened to. Um, so for me, I look, I look at everything all around. Um, and as artists, you know, we we always we, our job is to get to get better, right? Even as a judge, we have to open up our ears more, not to just what's at the forefront. You got to listen to things in the background, things in the middle, things in the forefront. You got to look at everything all around. But those are the main things that stuck out to me. And I wound up actually messaging um, those artists to, you know, to get records done. And they were actually cool with it. So um, you never know. I was trying to get some things done before the, uh, before the you know, August 28th deadline um, of the, uh, the showcase that's coming up in Atlanta. But um, we do have some things that's in the work coming soon. So look, um, you can look out for that as well. Man, man, Sean, you just keep blowing our mind, man. Like, you, that's what I'm saying. Like, we working, you working, everybody's working, man. Like, it's, it's nonstop energy being created. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's, it's a lot of artists on the radar, like you said. And, you know, that's why we nonstop constantly listening to different music. You know, I listen to all types of music. So many uh, different types of, you know, soul. It's just so many different types of music that's out right now, man. The artists are putting out and pumping out great music right now. Um, but um, I will say, man... Uh, just going through the experience with us in, in season one, um, you know, what would you say as far as, you know, artists performing and writing music, what would you say for an artist, their show performance, how, how, how important is an artist's music, you know, their writing ability matching their show performance when it comes to, you know, going on tours and things like that? How important is that show? Uh, because you can write a dope song, 
You can write some hit records, but your show can be about shit. You know what I'm saying? I've seen some artists flop on the performance level um, as far as their energy and just, you know, different things. How important is that to have a, a, a show? You know what I'm saying? To match your, your, your level of music that we hear. Oh, most definitely. It's very important for artists. If you're performing or songwriting, you need to be able to touch your artists. You need to make sure that the music that you're creating is resonating with your audience, with the person's ears. Um, a lot, sometimes as artists, we get caught up in the moment of creating music for ourselves, right? Because it's what we want to say and what we want to do. But also, there's nothing wrong with that but also bend it a little bit, like step outside the boundary of understanding or putting yourself in the shoes of the listener or the person that's going to um, be watching you. So you want to interact with the show as much as possible. You want to capture the audience. You want to be able to touch them um, and, and let them understand that, hey, I'm an artist, but I'm just like you. Even if I'm on this stage, I am just like you. You know, I'm just going to maybe say some things that you're not able to say, or I'm going to say some things that you have been saying or that you have been going through. So you want to, when you're writing something and when you're putting this idea together, as in um, whatever it may be, if it's, if it's a struggle, my bill's been late um, almost about a week, you know, um, something, something, no gas in the Jeep. Like people would think of that because when your bills are late, you probably low on gas money or one of the two. So everything needs to connect. Or maybe if you want to, you know what I mean? You want to extend on it more. So if you say, you know, whatever the case may be, um, bills late, something, something, um, not, not to mention been calling, been calling my bill collector. I'm asking for extensions. Like those are things that people, regular people do. There's what people do. Like in general, if we know a bill's coming up, hey, you think you can know you think you could push me out for another another ten, another five more days, three more days till I get my check? Because you're trying to let your money last you. So you want to resonate with that, um, with anything, even when it's love and it's party and it's chill, whatever the vibe is. You want to interact with your people. You want to touch them. You want them to feel like you're speaking to them or you're telling their story. And it's the same way on the stage. When you're on the stage, let it go. Don't be nervous. Capture the crowd. Let let the audience know that you're there, but let them know that you see them as much as they see you. So I see y'all out there. I see y'all having a good time. I hope y'all having a good time. But either way, look, we're going to get into this. I'm not going to hold you too long. Let's get it. You know, this is for y'all. And that's how you resonate with your audience. You do the best you can. Yeah, that's that's dope, man. That's some great advice, too. Um, I, would, I, I know, you know, as far as being a, have you ever managed anybody? You ever managed any artists? I ha I have managed artists before and I, I was cool with it. I liked it. I wanted to make sure I was in a better situation when doing so before. Um, but sometimes it's difficult managing artists because you have to manage that person or that ego, or sometimes, um, sometimes their personal life gets in the mix. So it's it's became a little difficult sometimes, but for some people, I have managed them and it was very successful. I helped get them to the next level or to the better manager that had more connections at that time. But um, yes, I have managed um artists before. Um, I was, but I enjoy managing projects like from start to finish. You know, those that's more my thing. Managing like doing the A and R, grabbing the beats, making the beats, composing them, put it together, and then pushing it out. Absolutely, man. Yeah, I I just had to ask that at last question, man. Um. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm uh I'm gonna pass the torch on to my my sister uh Tarika, uh because I know she's dying to ask you some questions, man. Uh, she's got I mean, got some things going on, man, that she would like to know. And uh, yeah, man, Sean, you on fire, man. I can't wait nah. for the uh, live show. Thank you, I appreciate you. I really do. Thank you. All right, so I was listening, and I just want to ask um Sean. For one, shout out to you for being just a dope individual. Just listening to all the things that you said. Like, I started thinking about mood rings, like, back in the day. Like, I see you as probably one of the guys back in the day that was like, okay, what's your mood ring say? Like, you'll probably ask the girls that because, you know, you, it sounds like you're interested in all of those things. Um, I'm probably right about that. And then another thing that I was listening to is, like, you said you like to be in the background. He likes to, like, you know, just kind of play from behind the scenes. So, my question is, like, what's some of your favorite pastimes? Like, what do you really do to pass time when you're really not doing, like, 
producing and music and traveling and working like what are some of the things that you do to just like chill out and just be like Sean without all the business and the work and um I'll stop right there and I got another question okay no definitely I, those are great questions I appreciate it um you are right I am too I am into the uh not maybe I wouldn't really ask so many of the girls like what's their mood ring color and anything like that but I'm into like numerology just understanding people in other words if you look at people's um astrology like birthdays and things like that it's not really you got to understand who you're compatible with and who you're not compatible with it helps you become a better person it helps you learn people but understanding the numbers of the people that they're born so myself my numbers are zero nine twenty eight eighty two so twenty eight is like a ten is a but in numerology ten there's no ten there's only one it's one through nine so there's nine planets there's nine holes in your body there's nine, there's nine planets, there's nine holes in your body. And at the end of the day, when there's nine holes in your body, you also look at the number of nine of astrology. So you understand who you're dealing with and what type of people are there. Um, what type of people are good for you? Um, who, who pe what people are willing to help and are willing to help you and who are willing to accept assistance as well. So I break that down a lot by understanding people. Um, and I helped out a, you know, a lot with who I am today and where I'm going and my direction and my journey, and my path. Um, when it comes down to me just being me um, and being Sean and just chilling, um, honestly, I like to sit in, at the beach under the under like a palm tree under shade. I like chilling on the beach. I like the sound of water. I like the sound. I like the silence of the of the sky in the evening. I like this. I like stars. I like clouds. I like scenery. I'm big on scenery. Um, scenery is the best thing that helps me think. So even when I'm just relaxing, being shown, and I'm not working, I'm still thinking of ways to be better when it comes to work. And I don't really call it work because I love it. So, you know, even, you know, even some people here and now that I work with, like my brother Winnick down at the bottom here on, on the screen, he's um he's in the room as well. Um, he's the um, owner of um, Eclipse Oils, Eclipse Body Oils down in Miami. But, you know, he's international. Um, his oils are everywhere. But it is sometimes that he can't reach me um he wants to call, he wants to talk to me. He knows that I'm decompressing. It's not that I have a problem with him. It's just that I have to decompress because I'm dealing with a lot of people or working with a lot of people to help them get where they need to be. And I find enjoyment in it. Um, so sometimes I take time to just relax. I might've answered some calls, um, but I like to just really sit with scenery and it's more about, um, you know, just beach, like beach, water, clouds, palm trees. And of course, you know, at night, I like to just sit and chill and relax because it helps you, you know, learn more about yourself and it's a balance of energy. I like that. I really, really like that. So to me, it sounds like, you know, you have this, you know, philosophy where, you know, you're transparent with your artists when you meet them. You kind of, you know, you're one of those people that, you know, you probably don't jump all the way in in the beginning. You kind of look and observe and figure things out. You're a thinker. So that means you're conscious, man. I'm just so happy that everybody that we've done um, these conversion um, interviews with, they've all been like conscious-minded individuals, like whether they were artists, judges, or even producers like yourself, whatever. A lot of the people that we've interviewed are very conscious-minded. So the only question I have now is if, if you were to, you know, create something or there's a scenario where, you know, you didn't like something, you know, how would you handle that? Like, um what like like what are some of your strengths and weaknesses when it comes to like fixing problems and solving problems because i would just love to know like your perspective on that one of my weaknesses is i take i i think one of the the biggest things that i have to work on is not take um not take people on as a project so when i'm listening to somebody i listen to things that are wrong or listen to issues, I listen for things that need to be fixed that I can do. So I don't want to hear things that are going good because the things that are going good is not the problem. When I meet somebody or meet an artist, I like to listen to what the problem is. Is it a lack of money? Okay, so we need investment dollars. Or when I meet somebody and they say, okay, I don't have someone to mix and master my record. Okay, I know where to go and get the record mixed and mastered. Or I have a problem recording. Okay cool. I know places or I know people that can help you get the right things. But sometimes I realize my weakness is sometimes um, letting people take advantage of me. I've had that happen in the past before where I was doing too much and taking on people as projects. And you have to learn to separate it. But sometimes we're so passionate about what we love and what we do. And you're passionate about a person when you meet them that 
sometimes everybody is not for you. And that's where you have to learn to separate it or not go too far. So that would be one of my, my weaknesses. It would have to be just learning to learn how to pull away and just really focus on the business or if it's a personal thing, but you can't help everyone. You can't assist everyone. You can't make everyone happy, no matter if you want to or not. Um, so that's probably been one of my, um, one of my biggest things. And I think um, sometimes people don't appreciate your honesty. So I've had to work on ways to, communication is big. Um, learning how to communicate, learning how to listen, but also understanding that when you communicate with somebody, it's good to be honest, but you also have to be um, understanding that people are not going to like your communication. So I'm very upfront if I don't like something or if I'm not liking the way that works, I'll say, hey, let's do another one. Especially when it comes to music, that somebody can write a verse and the verse could be the best verse they think. I'll say, nah, do that over. That's, that's, that's not it. Some people will get offended. They'll get upset. I say, look, we're doing hooks for the chorus or for the song. I need three of them. And they're like, why, why? I'm like, because we got to pick out the best one. The first thing you say doesn't necessarily mean it's the best thing that needs to go out. If you have ability and you're that talented to do a verse, then you could do two or three of them. If you do a hook, let's do two or three of them. We want to put out the best. We don't want to put out the, uh, we want to put out the best. We want to put out the thing that's going to capture the attention. That's really going to give people that wow effect. And I think that's the main thing. So um, just communication with people. Communication is key, but understanding is everything. So if the communication is not right, then it's not going to go too far. So I've seen some people that don't really want to work no more because they're like, nah, you told me to scrap my whole verse or my whole song. I'm like, listen, I'm going to help you build a better one. It's not saying that yours is whack. It's just that we want to do best. We want to be our best. Yes, I like that. I like that. Very great. Um, perspective. I, I I agree. Like a lot of it sounds like accountability, and then also you know um, it sounds like you're helping them with like okay that what you have is great but not right now or you know you know we need to do this to do that but you know you're still directing and helping them and sounds like you're a solutionist so you producing solutions in the music industry and I love that that's amazing because there's so many talented young people and individuals who need like a positive outlook and just the way you speak and how you, um, I see how you carry yourself on your social media. And of course the, you know, the collaboration that you have with Black Paris and the amazing music that she produces and just even the type of person that she is, I see why, you know, it's a no brainer that you guys work together. And I think that that's really, really important. So um, the last thing I want to ask before, I know we're probably about to drop a beat or something that you produce. And so before I, uh, the last thing I just want to know is if there was just like one thing that you can contribute to right now in the world that would create some type of change. And I know it sounds so cheesy, but you just never know what people think about. What is one thing that you would, you know, possibly uh, aid in changing or helping in the world right now as it relates to anything? Like it could be anything. It don't have to be no COVID, none of that crazy stuff. It could just be anything that you look at and say, wow, I just want to aid in that change. What would that be? Like, I I'm pretty sure you think about something that bothers you. Yeah, this might sound corny. I think um, I'll tell you my vision, and and I'll keep it short. I think um, I think a couple of weeks ago the the lotto was up to like some close to a billion dollars or something like that. I would have really been very thankful to the Most High if He was able to bless me with that. So this way I can bless millions of people with like getting rid of these diseases any type of way if I could, um, providing food and providing like nice housing not affordable housing i'm talking about build these places from the ground up these big buildings or big homes with 200 rooms a thousand rooms in them each room got a bathroom each room got a bathroom each room got a, a spacious area there's art in there from all over the world so people can learn about it and just give people a sense of hope like look i know life rough <laughs> but it could be better you know, and if I'm if I was able to get a situation like that, I would definitely try to fix people with hook people up with some food or some or some housing and just change their change their life. And life is not about what you get; it's what you give. Um, and I, I promise you, it's like I can say that because I know where I, where I am right now in my journey and where I've been. Um, I don't like to talk, you know, money too much and none of that stuff. But at the end of the day, I'm really um solely bent on that. Life is not about what you get; it's what you give. Um, so I would definitely like to help a lot of people in, in, in need. Man, 
I love that. That's amazing. I'm the same way, and I would have done the same exact thing. And we probably would have had a great party, too, because we could have celebrated. But, yes, to be able to give people that luxury of, you know, because growing up as a kid, you know, one bathroom in a house with, like, 12 other people, that's a lot. So I definitely understand. Like, I'm grateful to have the uh, adult bathroom in the adult bedroom nowadays. Because right. I'm like, don't right. go in my bathroom. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> so exactly. Like, yeah, but do not go in my bathroom. So, yes, Sean, and, and that's amazing. So, I'm not going to ask any more questions right now. I might think of something else, but I know my brother Rip has something that he wants to play. And once again, thank you so much for joining us. And, you know, welcome to the Bars Over Beef Conversions Room. And Sean Way, like, you definitely dope. Great producer. And, y'all, he out here doing it, and I love it. I'm excited about it. Thank you. I appreciate out here, it. Out, out here doing his damn thing. That's what he doing. That's what he doing. You know what he doing. So yeah, man, I, I want, I'm gonna get into this. Uh, you know, welcome to Augusta. You know, uh, you got a welcome to Augusta album out, and, and it's been out uh, 2022 this year, beginning of this year, should I say? And uh, you got a song on there called "I'm Alive" with someone called R.N. Stello. So I want to uh, go ahead and, and, and get that in rotation for you, man. So do you want to tell us a little bit about that record before I play it, or is it, is it any kind of history with it, or? Um, yeah, nah, thank you. I, I definitely, um, I'll tell you a little bit about it. Yeah, this, um, it's called, yeah, it's called I'm Alive, um, feature, um, R.N. Stello. And basically, um, I came up with that hook and that idea, like, 2017. I just waited to put it out because I wanted to put it out at the right time. I know a lot of people were going through a lot of things, um, so I felt like it was the best time to actually push that record out. And we, um, we went to Augusta and we shot all of those videos and we put the album together, um, with a lot of artists that's there. And I just wanted to be able to create opportunities, so... Yeah, definitely. It's um welcome to, welcome to Augusta project, and it's um I'm alive. Sean Wade featuring R R and Stella. Let's get it. Let's get it, man. And, and everybody follow everybody in the room. Give everybody some digital currency. Let's get it, Sean Wade. My youngest daughter out of these niggas' lunch. Ask me how I get successful, it's just a hunch. I'm a big dog, fuck these motherfucking rats.
see what we're doing i see what we're doing mr way we're gonna weigh our options that's what we're gonna do and play another one that's what we're gonna do mr way most definitely hey uh bill hey what before we play another one before we weigh our options with mr sean way do you guys have anything y'all would like to say about that record there i like it man it made me think about like yes sean man the song gave me like a new vibe but then it made me think about like i don't know these songs making me feel like my younger days like my teenage days like it's fun uh it's a good vibe like you don't really gotta be like dancing dancing to the song you can just kind of like just vibe out mm, it's definitely a stoner type of vibe as well too like i see a lot of people that you know i don't know it was just chill it, it's some great music you got it you got it going on sean you have so many different vibes i love it i, I rock with everything sean way if i see if i just see sean way i'm listening to it <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Hey Sean, I'm gonna tell you, man, that track remind me, man. Like I think Wiz Khalifa need to be on that track, bro. That that got that that Wiz Khalifa feel, mm -hmm. got that on, on the yacht with the cigars, the champagne, you know, summertime. You know what I mean? That's the visual I see for that, man. I'll definitely write a treatment for something like that, bro. I, I know you already got a video, so I would love to see it. But that's I what I hear from. Yeah, man, that was amazing, bro. I loved it, man. Man, I, I got to get back to this deal you talk about you got right now, brother, because we got people in the room, and you brought up somebody's name that is very popular across the internet. It was mm -hmm. something that went went viral, that mm -hmm. if you could take $250,000 or have a meeting with Jay-Z, so that was the meme, and it went viral. And when the question was asked Jay-Z, Jay-Z said, take the $250,000. <laughs> So with you having to deal with him, man, and you being in that space, you know what I mean? The dream that a lot of people want to have as a reality has been their figment of their imagination as a reality for you. And you tell us what kind of deal you have and what's going on and, and what you plan to do with that, brother, if you don't mind, if possible. Yeah, I could definitely share that. Um, I, I, sometimes I'm nervous of, of sharing it because some people don't believe it. But what it is, is um, it's, it is distribution, right? but it's a different type of distribution. Um, I have a magazine company that I've had um, kind of like inactive for a little while. It was called Empire Radio Magazine. Um, and what happened was I wound up discontinuing it because we wanted to find ways to make it better. And I also wanted to bring it more visual. So it's a visual magazine also with visual radio. So that also helped with me securing my, my, my deal and my agreement because um, the partnership is basically like, okay, so you're going to distribute music um, under, under your label. You're going to distribute music with artists that you have, that you're working with. Um, I also have a ton of DJs overseas um, in different locations that play the music and that are on the team, as well as artists that I work with that speak different languages. Like they, they have different songs in different languages. So with the magazine, the producers all over the team in different places, the artists in different places and here and me traveling, um, I was able to secure a situation where it's like a 90-10 split. So I'm okay with that. I'm I'm very happy for that. I'm very blessed for it. Um, that also comes with a little bit of marketing as well. Um, and there's also other things that I have um, access to with marketing from big, you know, that big labels use, that the big labels do have access to. So I have access to it as well. So, you know, with some of those things, you know, they might, they may cover, but I have to, you know, have to fork it as far as fork the money up as much as I've been doing or my team and I've been doing for years. So it's nothing really changed with that, but it does give a little, a little levitation, a little elevation as far as pushing wise, as far as insisting wise. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's a big, it's a big situation. It's a big help. Um, but that's what I, that's what a lot of the artists that I've been working with for years, that's what we've been looking for. Like, how can we get a, um, some type of advancement or some type of, you know, it doesn't have to be money. It could be resources. Um, it could be tools, but that's what we've been looking for. And that's the situation that came about, but it doesn't, it shouldn't change just because a name is attached to it. You should still always do 
what we've been doing, but doing it more and doing it better. Um, but it does help. And um, I'm very thankful and grateful. Um, and that's just what it is, you know? Amazing, 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 brother. I'll I tell you, man, um, to, to be in the room with you, to be in the room with my team, man, to do this bar that would be to, we keep meeting new people and we don't know you guys' background. And this conversion is definitely to find out who you are just more than the music. We would like to know what you're doing and what you're getting into and, and possibly what you're doing for the community. You know what I mean? So being a person who can deal with distribution, you can definitely help people music get out there. You're also producing the music. I mean, you're going all in with the artists. You know what I mean? Is there anybody new you got coming out that we should be looking forward? I know your album is out. We're going to definitely play another record before we get out of here in the next seven minutes. Uh, definitely the interview lasts for an hour. Definitely got to hear another track because that was fire. Uh, but definitely, is there anybody else you're working with you plan on putting out besides Black Bears? Actually, um, actually, yeah. On the, I'll tell you the lineup real quick. Um, Black Paris, we're going to be getting back in the studio and working on her next project. Um, as I stated at the bottom here um, inside the um, chat room, we have uh, David Danger. Um, like I said, he's an amazing artist, songwriter, singer, rapper, everything. Um, great MC from New York. So we're building, we have about maybe three, four albums in the cut ready to go. Album covers are done, mix and masters done. I just wanted to secure a better deal for, for him and I and for other artists that I work with. So that's where we'll be able to put out the music correctly. Um, my guy winning at the bottom, like I said, I have a joint venture with him with Eclipse Body Worlds where I'm invested into his company as well. Um, he's been doing it for years, like down in Miami and, and other places around the world with Eclipse Body Oils. So if you go to EclipseBodyOils.com, you can definitely place your order there. It would be great. Um, my guy, Jay Sib, I met Jay Sib in Florida um, some years back, and we've been doing it. We were doing the same thing. We, you know, met up with each other. So I'll be working with him as well on a few things, but he has his own projects coming out. So I've been featured on a few of his records. And more than anything, down at the bottom also, you got Y.O., Y.O. the Bully. Oh, man. Um, he dropped the album uh, maybe last year. Um, it was called, you know, Footprints. And it just, it, it was one of those joints that, you know, I helped executive produce that as well. And we just took the uh, the idea to, to levels that was unthinkable and unreachable for him to drop, you know, one of his first and second albums. And it was crazy. So the impact that he received from that was crazy. I did, I did a lot of executive producing on that project as well. So those would be the next artists. Um, that I'm actually helping to push. And of course, myself, I got to triple this project that's coming out. But more than anything, you know, it's never really about me. It's about everybody else. Um, so, you know, we try to do the best we can to get everybody in position, you know? Yeah, brother. Uh, Y'all working, man. Shout out to your team, man. Congratulations to you. Congratulations to them. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, they're making it work. It's definitely team is what it is, though. There's no I in team. So I definitely see y'all, man. Shout out to the whole squad, man, for sure. Man, here at Conversion, Ayashi Media with Bars Over Beef, man. Rip, man, we got another track to play, man, with Sean, man. He's a busy man. We got a lot of work to do with the brothers. We're going to definitely see him August 28th down there in Atlanta. If y'all going to be down there, man, pull up. If your homie's going to be, man, pull up with you, man. We're going down. We got the videographer ready to go. It's all getting clipped in, man. So it's going to be exciting. Black Paris is definitely going to be performing. So Y'all got to be there for that, man. The whole squad going to be in the building. Bars up a beat for sure. Rip, man. You can take it away, brother, man. Hey, Sean, man. Much love to you, brother. We'll definitely see you later on this month, man. And again, the version, man. We appreciate you being here with us, brother. Definitely. I appreciate it. And I will be there, like I said, August 28th. I will be there in Atlanta. We're going to turn it up. We're going to make it bigger than what it is. And we're going to do what we got to do. You already know what it is. Let's go. Let's get it, everybody. Hey. Y'all know what time it is, man. If y'all can uh, click the greenhouse at the top, AIT Media. Uh, this is Conversions with Bill, Rip, Tarika, and the super producer, Sean Way. Hey, Sean, I got this. Uh, I got the product four pulled up, man, on all day. Uh, you tell me what you want to do, though. Okay. Yeah, what up, y'all? It's the kid, Sean Way. You know, my guy down there, Dave Danger. We in the building for the product four. Um, NMS Empire, Black Light, Rock Nation. This is the product for, and it's called All Day. You can catch the video on YouTube and all these other platforms that it's on, but shout out to my guy, Dave Danger, my brother, and you already know what it is, All Day. Let's go.
Checking you out and I'm wondering, girl, how you do that? Where you grinding and whining on me, girl, I love how you move that. I just wanna keep it to you all day. DJ Khaled voice. <laughs> hey Sean, man, you keep coming with it, man. That's that's what's up, man. This hey, this is conversions. And if that ain't a conversion, I don't know what to tell you. Nah, definitely. I appreciate it. Like blessings. I appreciate the opportunity. I feel bad. I feel bad. I never like to leave nobody out, but I, I definitely gotta send one shout out to uh, you know, to my guy just Bricky. You know, he's dropping a new album that I, I produced on as well called um old vibes keep calling and it's like more 90s vibes more 90 vibe hip-hop but my guy yo is here you know I, I told him i know he came in a little a little late but i know he's busy over there he's in phoenix right now but um he got a project you know that i've been working on with footprints and it's dropped it's on um, itunes right now as well but i do appreciate you know the opportunity and, and all the love that y'all showing because bars over beef is everything and i, I appreciate and i love the relationship that we've gained over the over the couple of months here, you know what I mean? Absolutely, man. Uh, relationships are everything, and and we really appreciate you, Sean, for just being intentional and being the person that you are, man. Uh, we definitely look forward to continuing to build and continuing to help these artists, man, because it's a lot of artists that don't know a lot of the logistics and and just different things behind the scenes as it relates to their career. So that's that's why we're doing what we do because we were artists and we were once lost and now we're found. So. We want to be right. able to be that pioneer to help, you know, other artists not go through the things that we went through and, you know, so they can cash in on their gifts. You know what I'm saying? Right. So with, with, right, with the right. help of you, you helping us, man, we helping each other. We're going to get that done for as many people. Our goal is 50 people, but man, we can get to 50,000 and beyond, you know what I'm saying? With more hands on deck. So I just look forward to um, just building, man, and growing and just, you know, helping as many people as we can while we're here. But uh, I, with that being said, I don't have anything. If you guys have anything uh, else, Bella, Tarika, or Sean, um, man, I'm 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 a lamb. I'm playing right here, man. I enjoyed my time tonight on the island, Hayachi Island, and uh, look forward to seeing you, man. Meeting you August 28th. Yep. Shout out to you, Sean. Um, see you August 28th in, in Atlanta, Bars Over Beef. It was definitely a great uh, interview, and man, I can't wait to see what's coming up next. He did say wait wait to see what's next. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, I definitely say, man, uh, shout out to your brothers. Much love, man. The connection is definitely real. You know, like we like to say over here with Bars of a Beef, man, real is easy, brother. You know what I mean? So it's, it's definitely we got working with you. A lot to come up. It's going to turn up in Atlanta, man. We definitely going to be down there doing the damn fool, man. The, the show is going to be amazing. Man, if some of your homeboys can show up, man, they can get on that stage and act a fool and let them see how to get it done, man, for real. So, uh, man, with that being said, man, thank you, man. If you 
have anything else you want to leave us with, man, and we can go ahead and roll up out of here, man, and we can call it a night, brother. Again, this is AIC Media Conversions, man. Bars of a big for show. Interview. Nah, definitely. Definitely. I love y'all. I love y'all. I appreciate it. I really do. I'm not going to ask you so much. I just need one last thing, and that's one last thing. You can close the room out after this. I just really need you to play that. Yo, the bully. My life is on iTunes right now. It's one of my favorite tracks that I produce for my for my artist, for my brother, and it's my guy. Like I said, we we didn't been in the mud for a minute, but if Rip, if you could play that and close the room out on that, I would be cool with it. It's a nice vibe. It's a nice Cali vibe. It's a relaxed, chill. But more than anything, I'm gonna bring people with me. Like I said, for the um for the for the showcase for the show that we got in Atlanta, August twenty eighth. It's going to be live. It's going to be legit. It is what it is. And with hopes to take this Bars Over Beef um, segment on the road, on tour. But like you said, much more to come. But Rip, if you don't mind, if you could play that, that would be great. That would be amazing. I would be very thankful. Please, if you could find it, that will be cool. Let's let's get it, man. You know I got you queued up, man. You tell me, man, this vibe is, is everything right here. We're going to close it out with this one. It's got to be it, right? No. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it? Yep. Yeah, man, that's hard. Let me let me run that back. Fuck if you like me or not. Yeah, I done moved out the city. Still on stock on the blocks. I'm really out here on the west. Yeah, you know the summer get hot. I went out and caught me the beamer. I should have just got me to drop. But I see how y'all envy a nigga so much that you might try to take you a shot. Bet you pick you a plot for your plot on the nigga. Pussy, I know how I rock. I really put fear in y'all niggas. That's whether I'm there or I'm not. I really hold records for checking you niggas. That's Ripley's, believe it or not. Y'all really not moving the same. No way I can walk in my shoes. Yeah, I stand firm on the shit that I'm speaking. I'm truly not out here just capping and rapping for views. Some niggas just out here to tell you a story. It's funny to see y'all muse. I was really out fitting them streets with my niggas. Began one primo on you. It's word to the guys. I know that I'm here for a reason. I gotta survive. See, I'm blessed with security and a raise. Now this house will just turn to a full paying job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was down bad. Where the fuck you was at? When you start to win and niggas try to attach themselves to your spirits, don't let them get latched. Nah, nah. See the hate I give and keep a nigga moving. I was really out here riding with the shooters. We've been in the streets. We was really looting. If your team winning shit and have to prove it, it's my life story. This is more than music. Got them bent down. It ain't nothing to it. I can finally say that I'm up in a move. Fuck if you like me or not Yeah, I done moved out the city but still I don't stop on them blocks I'm really out here on the west and yeah You know the summer get hot I went out and caught me the beamer I should've just got me the drop I see how y'all hate on the nigga Hey, fuck if you like me or not Yeah, I done moved out the city But still I don't stop on them blocks I'm really out here on the west and yeah You know the summer get hot I went out and caught me the beamer Shit, it just got me to drop. It's a tell of the grace, no room for the fakes. That live for the moment and not for the day. See snakes in my grass, but I ain't gonna cut it. I learned to maneuver my ways. I painted the picture so vivid. I know you can see all my hustle and pain. I want you to learn from my lessons. Prepare for your blessings. They coming just wait. It's good for trusting you niggas. I move on my dolo. Can't fuck with you niggas. Just know I'm a shooter. I'm clutch with a nigga. Don't try me. I touch when you niggas. Y'all really y'all reaching for something. Y'all claiming y'all real when we see that y'all bluffing. Say the fuck from around me. If you ain't a battle, little nigga, don't die over nothing. Follow me back to my home, coming and visit my zone. I made this way on my own. I was all out here alone. Who was you at? Yeah, yeah. I had to get focused. Put me a plan together. Now it's finally in motion. I'm blessing, I'm humble. still got some room for some bragging and boasting. Yeah. See the hate I give and keep a nigga moving. I was really out here riding with the shooters. We've been in the streets. We was really looting. If your team winning shit and have to prove it, it's my life story. This is more than music. Got them bent down. It ain't nothing to it. I can finally say that I'm up and I'm moving. See how y'all hate on the nigga. Fuck if you like me or not. Yeah, I done moved out the city. Still on stop. Hey, why oh man, you got you one, man. That, that, that's hard, man. Hey, that's hard, bro. And we appreciate y'all for tapping in, man. Hope everybody followed everybody, cause uh it only goes up from here. When you follow people, especially people on the island, you know you're going into a great space. So just get everybody's uh digital currency up and we're gonna see y'all uh, on the flip side, man. August 28th, hopefully we see y'all in Atlanta. For those that can make it. Um if you can't. No worries. We got Bars Over Beef Season 2 coming up this year. Shout out to the team, man. Shout out to the team, man. Hey, it was a wonderful night. Rip, Tarika, 
Chiquita, man. Hey, Sean, man. Hey, brother. The team, man, is working, brother. We are on the grind, fam. Can't wait to see y'all. It's going down again. Ayachi Media, conversions. Interview with Sean Wayne, man. Bars of a beef, man. If y'all ain't heard about it, man. Y'all hearing about it, and it is for show official. Again, the saying is for us, real is easy. Watch your pocket. We out of here.